Hi, everyone. Danielle Cotterman here with our 21 News social media team. Today, we are talking about kids' health, particularly as we have so many children heading back into the classroom. Joining me for this conversation is nurse practitioner Camilla Galarakis with Akron Children's School Health Program. Camilla, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So talk to me a little bit about, let's begin with a recent headline in Crestview schools. They are seeing several cases of hand, foot, mouth, particularly in their high school and middle school levels. Talk to us about what hand, foot, mouth is and what parents need to be looking out for. Absolutely. So hand, foot, and mouth is a really common viral infection. It's interesting that you say the middle school and high schoolers are the ones being affected. Generally, we see it in that age like five and below. They're more likely to be affected because of how it's spread. So generally, it is spread through contact with unwashed hands, feces, saliva, um, mucus from the nose, or fluid from the actual blisters that end up forming. So usually we think about daycare center where there's lots of kids running around and you have kind of exposure to those fluids. Um, but it is highly contagious if you come into contact with those um, fluids of any kind. So anybody can contract hand, foot, and mouth. Um, and we have been seeing an uptick in the cases of all ages um, across kind of Northeast Ohio. It's a pretty common headline right now. So I'm not super surprised that we're, we're talking about that today. Is hand, foot, and mouth, how serious is it for parents? Um, so when we talk about seriousness, it's when we talk about contagiousness, so we know that it can spread pretty easily. Serious side, it really doesn't have a lot of long-term effects. The biggest thing we do become worried about is when those sores develop inside the mouth in that younger population, because then they oftentimes don't want to eat or drink and can get dehydrated. In that older population, like the teenage um, age group, they can usually take some Tylenol, ibuprofen, um, and kind of muster through that and able to keep up, be able to keep up with their fluid intake. Um, so that's when we start talking about being concerned about hand, foot, and mouth. Otherwise, it's a pretty benign virus um, that takes about 10 days to go away. Um, but you can go around other people after 24 hours of being fever-free without any use of medication. And as long as none of those blisters are open and that there's fluid coming out, that then you could pass along to someone else. Okay. And also just as kids head back into school, we are also coming into flu season. Just generally speaking, right now we're coming out of a time when so many kids were social distancing, wearing masks, now coming back into the classroom setting, masks in some school districts are optional, some school districts not required. Generally speaking, do we expect to see kids get more sick this year than last year or sick more often than last year? Yeah, I think it's pretty well expected that if you take those masks off and you get kids back closer together like they were a few years ago, you are going to see more illness um, overall. Um, and that's just because we are going to share more germs because people will be in contact with other people um, closer in proximity. So you can be closer to those mucus particles or respiratory particles that do pass viruses back and forth, um, not just COVID, but also flu, like you mentioned, and any of those general respiratory viruses that we see. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if kids that are in schools that don't require masks are sick more frequently. Um, the severity of illness, it's hard to really say if they're going to be more sick um, than they would have been prior to COVID. 
Is there any truth to the idea that maybe your immune system, since you weren't exposed to very many germs last year with social distancing and masking, that your immune system is down, so maybe struggles to fight off infection or sickness easier than, than, than if you would have been exposed? Is there any truth to that idea? Um, not as such. If you're, uh, it depends on your age too. So if you're a younger child, um, you were an infant last year and you weren't exposed to viruses and you haven't built like antibodies and immunity to viruses. But if you're a child or a school-age child or a teenager, you've likely been exposed to a lot of those viruses before. So your body should still have antibodies to them. Um, so it, not typically, no. Okay. Okay. And obviously the big story right now in every school district is making this decision on whether or not masks are going to be required or not required. Um, Newton Falls just recently reversing course on their decision and really just at the beginning of the school year and now making masks required. Does Akron Children's Hospital have a position on the mask wearing and where what schools are doing? Sure. Yeah, we do recommend that people wear masks. Um, it is, you know, well documented by the CDC that masks do prevent the spread of um, coronavirus and contracting COVID-19. So we do recommend that people wear them, but it is up to those school districts and kind of looking at their numbers to make those overall decisions. Um, and, you know, the thing is that parents can decide for themselves, even if it's not mandatory in the schools, if they're concerned about their child getting sick, then we would encourage them to send their student to school with a mask on. Any advice to parents on what that conversation might look like? And I would imagine that conversation would vary depending on if the kid is five or 15, but what would be that, that conversation that should look like? Between the, you mean between the child and their parent? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, it's really telling them we're trying to protect you from getting this virus because um, you can get sick from it. So we're trying to protect our family and the community um, as well as you. So we encourage you to wear the mask. Um, and one of the best things parents can also do is kind of in solidarity, also wear their masks, uh, model good behaviors or model that behavior that you would like your child to have. So, you know, even if a parent's vaccinated, wearing your mask out in public with your child, just showing them that that's, um, that's what you would like them to do, and then they can follow suit. Mm -hmm. And what has Akron Children's Hospital been seeing in regards to COVID-19 and this Delta variant? Um, are we seeing more kids get, get sick with this? We are. We do have an increased number of cases at Akron Children's. Uh, we get numbers reported to us weekly from our infectious disease uh, partners here at Akron Children's, and we have seen an, a, kind of a steady increase in the number of positive cases that are being reported, um, tested out in our outpatient world, and then also that are being admitted into the hospital. Yeah. And how yeah. sick are children getting? I, I know originally with COVID-19, before this variant, started to become reported on, it was the idea that kids were not getting as sick as adults. Is that still the case? Um, I don't know that I can answer that as specifically. I don't have like good data for you to um, just personally to speak on. I do know that it still varies. Um, it's a range of illness, right? Children can get just a really mild cold or asymptomatic. They can be at home with the illness or require, um, you know, inpatient um therapies. And then some children are still getting that MASC from it. So that's a inflammatory disease that can affect the whole body. That is the kind of the biggest concern when you talk about the pediatric population. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else that you would want 
to share with parents just as we, we begin this school year? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest stances that Akron Children's also takes is to encourage the vaccine. It is now FDA approved. Um, so we do encourage parents to ask questions about if they still have any um, and talk to their teenager and see if they're interested and then go ahead and get vaccinated. That's going to be our number one defense against um, coronavirus this year. Very good. Well, I appreciate you joining us and giving us your time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.